Hello, this is episode 119 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha. This episode is going to be online culture content. I've done a whole podcast previously on the demise of the Irish arts sector and why culture and the arts are so important for development. But this episode is going to be slightly different. I'd like to talk about the great benefits of the creative sector at the moment for your own journey. As someone who's not gone on a plane for four years, this time is absolutely fantastic. And the last time I went away was to go to London to see an art exhibition, a David Hockney exhibition. There is a certain irony for me at the moment that I'm watching one of my favourite dance theatre companies, Cush Kane, from Sydney Opera House, as we have hardly any platforms in Ireland actually showing the creative process during this crisis. But I can now experience so much culture from my own home. I've spent a weekend watching shows online from Sydney, New York, the UK. Creativity offers so much for us um, in terms of our own growth and our own process. And I end up having this conversation a lot with adult clients when I work with them. It's really important to have external input But a really key part of the the conversation that I end up having with adult clients all the time is that you can't create in a vacuum and you can't think of new ideas. And whether those are business ideas or um, management ideas or whatever they are, creativity offers you a way to see the world and to think and to join dots in a way that you don't realise. It's not as simple as just switching off. It's actually allowing a flow of ideas and emotions and ways to view the world. And that all seeps in that you don't really realise that's happening for you. And obviously for creative people, similarly, we all bounce off other creativity. It's impossible to create in a vacuum. And I guess the reason that I'm recording the podcast in this space is because there's the potential here for us to be generating a whole new batch of creative souls out there during this time and showing them so much inspiration for what's possible. Despite the the bad press that the art sector gets, there will always be artists, writers, playwrights, musicians, filmmakers, photographers, innovators, designers, architects, explorers. Even in the worst of economic times, these sectors always survive and there is always patrons and there's always really talented souls out there. And now more than ever, while people have access to so much creativity and so much culture and so many experiences all from their own home, it might give them a new appreciation for this sector and this industry and what it really brings to us. It offers us a way to process our own emotions and our own pain and our own grief. And we haven't even begun to talk about the grief process at the moment that's starting to happen. We're starting to read the obituaries. We're starting to lose people we know. We're starting to lose people that we admire. Ironically, one of the people who passed away this weekend in Ireland was probably one of the first contemporary um, jewellers in Kilkenny. But creativity offers a way to represent our thoughts and our values and our differences. And it's really important to realise that you also can't create in a vacuum. And and this is the conversation I I have with adult clients. 
And again, this is part of what's missing at the moment for people going to school, particularly, I suppose, the slightly older students who started to specialise and who have their interest areas. And it's amazing when I ask 16-year-olds who are their heroes, who do they admire, who inspires them, and quite often they don't have the answers to these questions. So now is a great time for you to delve in and to see access to a lot more people's work than you would normally, and to have the time to seek for that. And I suppose since the beginning with my own resource page is probably why I've been pushing so much for people to look outside of conventional learning and, and to share a lot of cultural links with people um, in the hopes that they will see the difference between a theatre show and a TV series. In a way, TV is a safe space for us. In the same way as when I record my podcast, it's a safe environment to listen to thoughts and to listen to ideas. It doesn't evoke the kind of reactions, and this is why I say the talking doesn't change the world, because it doesn't really change your own internal feelings. Whereas when you read my work, and I say something slightly controversial, or something that stops and hits you, or hits you in the gut, or makes you identify with a particular feeling or a particular emotion that makes you stop and process that emotion whereas when I'm talking to you in a podcast it's very easy to glide over that and just go oh, oh okay and it's the same when we watch TED talks so some personalities are hugely drawn to watching documentary series because it gives them an insight into what else has happened in another time period and historically or it shows them cultures or aspects of the world that they wouldn't normally stop to think about. But all too often, television and, and films are seen as a way to switch off, to escape, to veg out. And there's so much more possible. A quote I wrote a while ago myself is, reading is not important because it makes you clever or educated or superior. It's because it allows you to see the world from others' points of view. It creates a humanity. So reading allows us to create empathy. But there's so much more possible this time. We don't have to, to experience empathy only in terms of reading. And I know some people are actually struggling to read at the moment. I saw a good joke at the moment that you've got so much time to read, but you're finding it really difficult to hold on to a single word on the page. But if you watch a theatre show and you're watching experts who are trained in making you feel and making you experience something, that's a very different experience to watching a TV drama. And that's why some of the best actors go back to doing stage as well as doing film. I think for me personally, this is why I identify so much with Pina Bush, the, dance, the German dance choreographer, because she invokes such emotions in people through watching the movement of dance on the stage. And she created such experiences for people in that. And the dancers themselves talk about the fact that they didn't have a way to communicate their own feelings before they met her. It was a deeply personal journey, an internal one, that they bring out and they show you and allow you to experience as well. In the same way as reading in, in depth allows us to do that. But it's obviously much easier at the moment um, to switch off a certain amount and to, to watch something and experience it than it is to try and maybe get in really deeply into reading. 
For me, I'm really hoping that the production of Hamlet with Ruth Nagea that was in New York in February will make it online because for me, that really was Shakespeare translated into the physical for you. So you could really grasp Hamlet's turmoil and his guilt because it was a fantastic production where you saw the emotions evoked in a really physical way because there was um, a physical dance choreographer who helped to create the movement on stage as well. So it was more than just the words. So these are the aspects that you don't really think about when you watch theatre and dance or musicals or other productions. This is what it, this is the experience that it's evoking for you that's so much more than just watching your average drama soap or listening to someone present to talk to you. So books do invoke this, obviously. Art invokes this for some other people on a really deep level, as does music. It's been well proven that music has a really deep effect and deep links to our emotions and to our memories as well. And then in fact, when you're feeling sad, it's better to listen to sad music in order to process those feelings, which is probably why I've been listening to Nina Simone, That's All I Want From You on Almost Repeat Loop at the moment. So for me, this time offers us a chance to embrace much more culture than is generally possible for broader society. Like it's possible for you to visit every um, art gallery in the world at the moment and see paintings that you may not normally have a chance to see those. Or it's possible for you to see ballets or um, really contemporary productions that again you may not get to travel to and to see those. There's a huge cost in, in going to the theatre and being able to travel the world to see that. And for me, like it was extraordinary over the weekend to be able to watch the National Theatre in London online because I've always known that the standard of productions is fantastic and you know that the stage sets are amazing. But I, I haven't ever got to experience that. But it's now able I'm now able to do that. It's amazing what connections it makes in your mind and what it allows you to explore and to think about. And if I have another sort of wish for this time, it's that no one's going to tell a small person that they can't be whatever they want to be when they grow up because they know they're not going to make enough money. I would really love it if we could readdress the, the balance during this crisis and for people to really see what creativity brings to the world and why when you have those talents and they can be a vast array of talents, you know, from set design to lighting to the use of music and sound to the, the writing of plays and screenplays. There's, if you have that talent base to bring it to people, um, I would really love for parents to be able to expose those young souls to so much at the moment and to really cash in on what's possible and what you can do in your own home, what you can experience right now, is it's just extraordinary. Please embrace this time and start to think about what creativity really brings to you, how it allows you to process your internal feelings, the difference between being able to watch a talk and not really engage in it, and watch a theatre show and what that really invokes for you, and how reading is different and how writing and journaling also is different in how it allows you to explore your feelings. This is a time for you to really see what creativity does for humans and for humanity.
and to expose children to as much of that as possible.